Welcome to a teaser episode of this week's Datology Coach podcast. To listen to the full episode, subscribe to our Substack at datologycoach.substack.com. Look for a link in the episode description to subscribe at 20% off. Datology Coach podcast, my love, Sarah, how are you? <laughs> what a week, Kristen. Goddamn. Oh, it's, I mean, first of all, to everybody, you know, we Sarah and I were talking about this beforehand. So, so these are some fucking crazy times. Yeah right? And I feel like you're better to speak on this than I am. I have a very hard time. I'm, you know, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I I just thought you wanted me to say something. (laughs) You say it. Yeah. Say it. Um, well, we were just, we were just talking about the, um, the conflict with Palestine this week, specifically because I mentioned that I had been so, I had been drowning in work to such an extent that I was like very late to find out any news about that and Kristen told me um that things were pretty tense in New York yeah week. yeah understandably mm-hmm. that's that's really all I think we should say about that you know yeah I I mm, that's just like I'm always afraid I'm gonna say the wrong thing uh understandably in in this case yeah. you know uh, there's it, there's really no yeah yeah because what I keep reading is like everyone there's this like growing list of celebrities people are very disappointed in uh-huh, for saying that yeah. they they stand with Israel. Right. Hello? Yeah, sorry. Judy's up here on the desk. He muted me. This oh. little rascal. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> uh, no, so that I, wasn't that wasn't supposed to be a meaningful pause. Yeah, so I'm I, like I'm just seeing how I'm seeing the reactions. And yeah, I'm like, I'm yeah. afraid to say anything. Um, I, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's fair. You know, I, you know, I think it's, I think it's fair to not take a side here or not, not even really have like a firm statement because it's not like we're reporters, you know, it's not like right. you search the, is events. that somebody purring? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. It's cheaty. Um, that's the new title of the show. It's cheaty. <laughs> Could be. Um, he's here to offer offer levity. Okay, he's down. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I just, just, I think it's fair to say a uh, little about this on the dating show. You know, mm-hmm. other other than the fact that it's it's you know it's been shaping the week. Yes. Um, if anybody wants to write in and tell us their experiences and how they feel, we'd love to hear it and would love to read would love to read that stuff. And it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be related to dating. If this is just something that's weighing heavy on you, something that you're experiencing personally, let us know and so that we can let other people know so we can share your story and and maybe help you know what I mean? Help people help people uh, help people process, help people inform a perspective. Yeah. So, um, yep. we're, we're just, you know, we're, we're, we're thinking, we're thinking of everybody affected by this. I, there are a couple of listeners who are part of the mighty network that I reached out to on Friday just to see how they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're here. If you want to talk, if you just want to leave a, a, a feeling an experience in the comments about what you're going through, if you, you know, sure. Yeah. Feel free, please. Um, so thank you guys for being patient. Um, 
So I'm gonna. You were also sick this week, right? Yeah, I'm gonna give a trigger warning for a second because um, I I was sick because I binged on Sunday night. Okay. I ate an entire. Okay, I'm not gonna get into that. Uh, but it was, you know, I knew I'm like, oh, I'm probably gonna pay for this, but I have never, I've never had the reaction that I've had before that I had this week. Um, okay. yeah. Cause you were, you were sick for a couple of days. I was out, I was sick for four days Yeah, and, uh, dehydrated, crampy. Uh, I couldn't uh, like, I was, I couldn't, I couldn't have any solid food. Mm-hmm. It was chicken soup, warm applesauce, tea. You know, I, I had to be very, very careful and it just, it really hit me like, now, I'm so glad that I went to my doctor on Tuesday, had that appointment. Yeah. You know, I talked to her about it and that's when she put, you know, in the, the, the ADHD. So like to know now, like, oh, that's what it is or that's what's contributing to this. Yeah. It's a huge relief. And to know that I have something that can kind of help me manage both. Yeah. Of these and things. And hopefully it does, but you haven't, you haven't started yet, right? No, I'm not, I, I'm not going to start till next week. I mean, I went through, so a lot of people, thank you for responding in the comments about where to look for discount codes and coupon yeah. codes. GoodRx was a really great resource. Yeah. And, you know, Vivance would have been something like $423, I believe. Ugh. And I was like, I, I can't afford that. And that's the that. generic, right? And that's the generic. And I couldn't afford that. That's insane. It It is insane. Uh, I, I hate did, it here. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. And with the with GoodRx, whose codes don't expire at all, which yeah. is great to hear, uh, you know, I can, I can, I can get the, I can get the prescription for certainly less than $150, which is yeah. more manageable because yeah. I didn't want to start something I wasn't going to be able to keep doing every month. Right. But I'm looking forward to sort of this new chapter, maybe, I guess. Yeah. And I was telling Sarah that I've uh, started doing a lot more dog walking again. Like I'm really cutting back on taking care of dogs in my house and do it. Now I'm doing more um, like going out and doing walks. Yeah. And that exercise, it's that's a game changer, too, for me that I'm finding. Yeah. And it, it just seems in some ways, at least while the weather is nice, it seems uh, less stressful, right? Because with st- strangers, stranger dogs in your house, you got to worry about barking and behavior. Yeah. yeah. Kind of stuff, so. Yeah. So uh, hopefully new chapter, new chapter, yeah. new chapter, which I'm, uh, which I'm looking yeah. forward to. So tomorrow you said Monday? Mon- yeah, Monday or Tuesday. I want to talk to yeah. Sarah. Brought this up. I want to talk to my doctor about: uh, is there potentially something less expensive? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that I can that I can use. But since Vivant seems to be what most people use, I'd, I'd rather use that just because it means I have a larger pool for like, you know, asking questions and getting okay. feedback. Okay. So, yeah, happy about that. Um, it's been. It, it, it's been it's been a very bad six months six to eight months i would say yeah uh, yeah the exhaustion was terrible um everything was terrible uh so <laughs> everything was terrible i had summary say. yeah yeah so uh looking forward to to things uh, changing 
With that said, Sarah. Yes. Spin it. Okay. Okay. Hi, ladies. I've had this on my mind and really need your advice on this situation because I feel awful about it. I wrote in over the summer about my experiences with being objectified and how guys reacted to my dating app profile, uh, saying that I'm a model and engineer. There's a man that I've been talking to on and off, and he's actually another resident in my apartment building. We have a 19-year age gap. He is 47 and I'm 28. Anyway, he's been sending me a lot of texts where all he talks about is sex or the conversation turns sexual at some point, and he compliments my boobs and my body overall, but rarely says anything about my face. I might be overthinking that, but when men break down your body parts and almost rank them, it's very degrading. At one point, I went over to his place because I felt comfortable. And at the time, I had I had my mind on my career and not dating. At his place, he wanted me to massage him, although he did not return the favor. I also gave him a blowjob, which I enjoyed. Uh, she notes he did have a nice package. <laughs> okay, so there's that. Aside from that, we cuddled, and that was relaxing. The weirdest thing about our interaction, though, was that he didn't want to kiss at all. Anytime I got close to his face in that way, he would literally, uh, he would he would not turn his head or anything to meet me. Also, during our snuggling session, he put his hand under my pants a few times, even after I gently moved it. So more info on him is that he lives alone. And honestly, I see him alone uh, when I'm out a lot, never with any other women. So I don't know much about him personally, but I know that he doesn't have kids. He's also really shy. He doesn't seem like a bad guy overall, but I'm beginning to wonder if he might also be on the spectrum, uh, since I am, and can sense some other signs. Either that, or he generally has no idea how to interact with women properly. Uh, It's been hard for me to move on from this with confidence because I was objectified by him and used so much that now I feel ugly and unworthy of more. Please help. Thank you so much. You were right. This is meaty. Yeah. This is, this is meaty because my, my first reaction when she's like, he asked for a massage, then I gave him a blowjob and I was like, and, and, um, right. So when was the part where he satisfied you? I didn't hear that, Sarah. Well, did you? I I didn't, but I I do hear um, that he fails to take a cue, right? Like he he keeps trying to put his hand down her pants. She keeps removing his hands mm-hmm. from down her pants, which I assume is the same day, the same incident. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's the same incident. Yeah. Because she says, aside from that, we cuddled. The weirdest thing is the no kissing. Also, during our snuggling session, he put his hand under my pants. Yeah, I think this is all the same day and time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm fine with him not reciprocating if she doesn't want him to. Mm-hmm. I'm not fine with him uh, continually trying when she makes it clear he doesn't. she doesn't want him to. Right. Right. 
so so we have the he doesn't want to kiss thing we do now is that maybe a germ phobia thing because we didn't hear about him doing anything for her yeah this felt very pretty womanish oh hmm. right like th- hmm. that's what this felt like it felt very you know it just it felt transactional (laughs) what transactional but i think it was very telling that she said he never commented on my face it's almost like sarah um he didn't think of her as a a human being that he was only focused on the head down and not anything that was in her head right you know like that's sort of the first place i go but then the not picking up on the cue and the not and not turning his head when she goes to kiss that's another right. cue that he missed right is there some neurodivergence going on and obviously like who knows, who yeah. knows? but i don't know that this is cut and dry fuck that guy it, well, mm. it's fuck that guy in the sense of I don't think you should have anything to do with him. Did she say she lives in the same building? Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. Nope, nope, nobody. Nope, nope, nope. Because <laughs> just don't. Just don't. You don't want to do it. If things don't work out and very likely right. that it won't, you're going to have to see this guy. Why have any awkwardness in where you live? Like that's supposed to be your safe space. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't, I mean, to me, the end of this letter doesn't sound like she is still considering him yeah (laughs) it's just that she says she's having a hard time moving on from this with confidence which i'm i'm taking to mean that she's kind of like ruminating and and maybe like um just feeling regretful about the experience you know Mm -hmm. guilty maybe yeah this shame maybe a better word yeah um this this doesn't sound like anything worth pursuing. This definitely no. sounds like he's very bad at picking up on cues. Um, can you refresh me on what was the, what like, what is her specific question? Yeah. The, well, so the question is, it ends with, it's been hard for me to move on from this with confidence because I was objectified and used so much that now mm-hmm. I feel ugly and unworthy of more. Um. To which I thought, like, well, that's a terrible way to feel, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's obviously, like, a feeling that a lot of women um, do get stuck ruminating on. Mm-hmm. In this case, though, if you if you can, um, if you can tilt your head ever so slightly and get, get a slightly different view, what if you think of this as, like, you objectified him. Mm. A little spin. A little spin. <laughs> he, he, he didn't objectify you. Or maybe he did. But maybe you also objectified him. Well, you did when you said he had a nice package. Well, so there's that, right? And right. and again, like, I I I guess what I'm what I'm saying in terms of like, well, focus on how you, you objectified him is like again not not to increase your feelings of shame, but just to point out that, like, you you entered into this transactional situation, maybe not knowing at the time that it was going to be transactional, but, like, you know, you said you had a good time. 
Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like you're heartbroken over it. It sounds mm-hmm. like you you know you're mostly just regretful of like of the experience because now like dude lives in your building. It's not going to be anything more. You don't like you don't like how he treated you, which is understandable. But like, there's no reason for you to feel awkward. I guess is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, you went over to his house, gave him a massage, gave him a massage and a beach, and he still <laughs> fumbled the bag. So if there's anyone who needs to be embarrassed here, it is not you, friend. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. um, Women being objectified is not about their value. It's about how men are conditioned to see women. Yeah. It's, it really, it really, it has so little, it has nothing to do with you, with, with the woman. Nothing. Right. And I mean, I think, I think on a rational level, this person knows that it seems like, it seems like she knows that, right? Cause she notes like, I've never seen him with any other women. Yeah. Kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's probably like why this seemed safe and harmless. Mm hmm. Right. And like why you went into it thinking that you have the upper hand. I, again, I'm arguing that you did and you still do mm-hmm. because you went over to his house. He had a nice afternoon. He still fumbled it. Yeah. There's nothing for you to, to feel embarrassed about. And it's, you know, no cause for regret other than like maybe spending the time. Uh-huh. But, you know, you got plenty of time. Don't worry about it. Live and yes. learn. Live and learn. I agree. Uh, are we saying fuck that guy? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just uh, yeah, just just comport yourself with with dignity. Mm-hmm. Walk around your your building uh, as if you. I mean, yeah, as if you belong there because you do. Like, mm-hmm. there's no there's no reason for you to be embarrassed. He should agreed. be embarrassed. Yeah, agreed. All right, thanking you next. Thank you next. All right, dating over 40. Here's the next one. 40-year-old female drafting profile for Hinge. Will this attract trolls more than real matches? In the past on Hinge, I end up matching with men who are specifically matching with me to troll to troll me based on what is in my profile. I also end up in relationships from Hinge with men that are secretive, don't have goals or values, and treat women like two tier two humans. Hang on. Hang on. No, that's not what you say. What are you going to say? How do they not have goals or values? Wait a minute. Hold on. But that's not what you say. When I'm in the middle of reading something, what do you say? Oh, oh, let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry to switch it up. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. That's it. I'm just questioning how can they possibly not have goals or values? That doesn't seem possible yeah that's yeah it's a little soulless for me uh it's a little well it's (laughs) i know sounds like it's rough out there all right yeah continue i recognize this is my fault and i am ready to try again and this time i'll really only engage with date i know but this is this is how we think and this time really only engage with dates that seem to have the same life goals if I post some variation of exactly who I am in hopes to attract the same type of person, will it work or will I just continue to get men who match with me to talk down to me or make fun of me to get a reaction? 
Also, are my expectations too high or is it possible to meet someone that matches the standards I hold myself accountable to? People say that I'm living in a fantasy world, but I exist, but I exist. So there has to be other people out there like me. Yes. But I exist. So there has to be other people out there like me. Yes. How does this come across to single men looking for love past 40? P.S. Never been married and have no kids, but still believe my person is out there. Good, because they are. Um, Here's the rough draft. I'm looking I'm looking for someone like me, someone who is saving now for paradise in the future. I love that line. Enjoys reading, loves learning and self-improvement, has hobbies. I do Ashtanga yoga and ballet. Honest and open with nothing to hide. I have an open phone policy. You can look at anything in my phone at any time. Good communicator, has a therapist, not afraid to talk about real issues, even though it can be challenging. Enjoys sex, but knows there's more to a relationship than sex. Isn't addicted to social media, drugs, porn, invests, and is economically savvy. Makes time for their family, their friends, for being alone, and for their partner. Understands the eight rules of love by Jay Shetty. Edit. And then she's like, after all the amazing feedback and eye-opening comments, I'm going to go with something like this. Still needs work, but I'm not ready to download the app yet. So here's her new version. I used to be a ballerina, so self-improvement is a constant discipline that I practice. I love dancing and doing Ashtanga yoga. I'm big into saving and investing money because I'd love to buy a house in the woods. I love to laugh. I watch Seth Seth Meyers' uh, A Closer Look every night and John Oliver. The last book I read was Astonish Me by Maggie Shipstead. I am looking for a trustworthy, genuine man who wants to build build a future with me. Okay. That I is think much better. <laughs> it's, it, I, I, I'm, it's I'm much better. Eh, I'm on the fence on both. I think both have some really great stuff. First of all, get rid of anything about money. Ditch it. Okay. Ditch it. It's okay. going to attract the bottom feeders. And I'm saying this to men and women equally. Okay. Yeah, that's probably true. It's also going to attract the scammers and the and the dear Johns of dating apps. And there are a lot of them out there. So you, you just don't want to you just don't want to be talking about stuff like that. Right. Right? It's and also it's just it's not I'm like, but how can you how can you word it? Um how can you word what? How can you word it like I, I I'd rather hear you say something like, what do we, what did we say once? Um, I've perfected the skill of being an adult uh, and can, you know, and hope to, and hope to, um, and hope to like buy a log cabin, not buy a log cabin, but, but hope to uh, spend my golden years in a log cabin up in Vermont. Oh, so you're saying like if you want to mention a goal that has a financial underpinning, you can mention the end goal itself, but not like what you're doing in the meantime with your money to right. get to the goal. Money yeah, should not should, right. Don't talk about money. Don't let people know how much money you have no. because if you say something like, "So hopefully I can retire early," and da da da, people are going to go, "Oh, how much money do they have now?" Because they're thinking now. But if you're talking about, you know, my golden years, that's vague enough. That could be 70 and you're 40. Sure. You know, sure. so you don't want to make it sound like you're, you, you don't want to be sound too, too uh, uh, cash 
fluid? You don't want to sound too liquid. <laughs> liquid, fluid, liquid. You know what I mean? You don't want to be too cash liquid, sound too cash liquid because it will. It will attract the wrong people because there are just a lot of scuzzy people out there. I love the line about, I used to be a ballerina. So self-improvement is a constant discipline that I practice because ballerinas, ballerinas, ballerinas. (laughs) (laughs) Episode title. (laughs) Ballerina. (laughs) Um, That is the one thing I, anytime I look at a professional uh, ballet dancer, that's what I think discipline. Oh yeah. Right. If there is any, any, really like any sport any 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 like physical anything that involves discipline it's being a professional ballet dancer well well you know what i think when i when i see a ballet dancer black swan well (laughs) obviously but first i think that's so fucking metal that's so fucking what is that that's so fucking metal, like heavy metal. Like that's so hardcore. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, uh, but see, what's more metal than ballet? Nothing. And that's uh, that's how we get Black Swan. Right, and I, yeah. I, 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 I love, like maybe a, a white swan to a black swan, like or white swan with black swan tendencies. Hmm. Hmm. You know, I don't know about it. It depends on whether dude has seen Black Swan. <laughs> but that's the point. See, the, the, that's the thing. That's the thing. Like a ballet dancer, I just, again, I think men are going to focus on body. The body, the body, the body. Uh, Yeah, for sure. For that, sure. And, but that's what I like about this statement about self-improvement and discipline. Is she acknowledges like, yep. Ballet body, but mm. like re steers the conversation. Right. <laughs> so right. that we don't get into any anything about like, oh, I bet you're really flexible. Right. That's this is what I mean. Yeah. And this is what women have to anticipate. Yeah. Like, what am I going to say that's going to make a man be a creep? And it's like, well, right. you can just say your first name and they're gonna be a creep. Yeah. So if, if they're if they're a creepy guy, they're gonna be a creep. Yeah. You know what I mean? But <laughs> this is this is how we have to troubleshoot writing our dating profiles. Yeah. You know, and it's, it, it sucks, but it is what it is. Wow. Um, yeah. Let's see. I have an open phone policy. Let me stop let, you right there. Let me stop you right <laughs> fucking there. Absolutely no, not, ma'am. No, what you are do you not. talking about? <laughs> Who are these people? Who are these people with the open phone policy? No. You know no. why? Because you get to have secrets. You I don't mean, get to have like a secret boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. But you get to have secrets. It's the principle of the thing. Right? Like. Yeah. No, you're not getting my phone. No. Why? So you can get into my Apple wallet? I mean, for what? For Yeah, for what? No good can come of it. Why, why are you going <laughs> my phone other than to look through my text messages? Right. Why are you going through my, why would you need to? Right. Yeah, well, that's what I don't like about the policy. Because if you have the policy, it's like you, you don't have trust. So like you're not. Right. We're not acknowledging that by having right. like, policy, oh, every... right? Do you think that do you think the couples that should have their passwords, each other's passwords? No. No. I I'm like listen. No. Like should something happen, I get it, but I think the better move there is each person has like an Excel spreadsheet or something with all their passwords in it and they give a friend access. 
yeah you know should, should something happen we're not talking about like being able to unlock a phone we're talking about like a whole different set of uh passwords right yeah. yeah also too you know why you also speaking of if should anything happen you don't want them to be able to get into your phone and like erase right. stuff or send text to make change your beneficiaries right nope nope <laughs> nope 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 nobody nope no that is my personal feeling i don't know how other people feel about that i would love to hear how other people feel about the open phone policy in the comments I mean, obviously, this, these people are out there, but uh, we, your we hosts are, are two not of them. <laughs> are not them. <laughs> we are us are not them. <laughs> no. Nope. Uh, right. I watch Seth Meyers a closer look well, every but, night. But hang on. But but wait though. Sorry. Okay. Okay. So because I don't what I don't want to breeze past here and with us just being like, nope, the hard hard no. <laughs> Is that uh. You're like with this this open phone policy thing. Like, here's a good example of a woman ruling out two dateable people. Now, obviously, she's not looking to date us, right? She's looking to date women. Uh-huh. But but the point is, you're ruling out two otherwise quality people, <laughs> right? But the open phone policy. You know who's that? The only person type of people that's going to be appealing to? Yeah, someone equally distrustful and, and jealous. Burnt. <laughs> and jealous yeah you don't want to attract somebody jealous that has no. a jealousy streak nope so nope. You, <laughs> you know you don't don't advertise that you can have it if if you must don't advertise it. it because you have to think of things that you say in your profile that can attract a certain type of person right we yeah. just talked about the money now we're talking about the open the open phone policy. That's going to attract people, controlling people, jealous people. Because people who are like tr- trusting and stable, they're like, um, why do you need, why? Exactly. Like, I'm a good person. I still have a password on my phone and I don't, gi- right. I don't give it to my girlfriend or my boyfriend. No. Well, and I mean, to her point, <laughs> she did say she wanted to attract someone like her. And so with, with this open phone thing, like, she probably would yeah yes that's true that's true and i don't know if that's necessarily a good thing uh okay uh good communicator has a therapist not afraid to talk about real issues even though it can be challenging enjoys sex but knows there is more to a relationship than sex take that line out take it out yeah you just can't even mention sex I'm sorry. you just can't you just can't. You the know only what? time you should mention sex in your dating profile, if you're a woman, is mm-hmm. if you're asexual. Yes, absolutely. Now, that brings up a good point. I was in uh, Jenny Young's uh, Burn Haystack Method Facebook group, and they were talking about the sex-positive little, like, spicy, you know, the, the what is it, the pepper, the pepper or something, and about what type of men select you know this is under the interest section people can people can talk people can check certain interests okay and and there's a there's a chili pepper like well yeah it's for sex positivity okay and i tend to think that when when men is there one for sex negativity (laughs) (laughs) um i tend to think that when men check that little or select that little that little uh pepper 
Um, what they're what they're saying is, I just came from a situation that didn't have a lot of sex, so I need someone who likes sex. Like the, the, they're communicating more than I think they realize. Because duh, yeah. you 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 like sex? Good for oh, you. You're, you're on a dating app, hoping to have sex, huh? You don't say, right? Like, oh, you're positive about sex? You're kidding me. Who knew? Yeah. Right? Like th- this type of stuff. My interest. Yeah, it comes up under my interests. Um, <laughs> my interests. Sex. <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Um. What a, what a turn off. <laughs> what a, what a, what a gross little thing we're letting them do there. I mean, I'm glad that we're letting them do that. What app is the song with this chili pepper? I believe it's Bumble. Okay, I'm glad that we're letting them tell on themselves in that way, but like instant ick. Yeah. Instant ick. Yeah, it is gross. Because I mean, what I assume <laughs> if I if I encounter this uh-huh. uh is like this dude is going to be insufferable, right? He's either gonna he's either gonna like find a way to work sex in every conversation, or I'm gonna find out like he's on he's on whatever app to be like, yeah, my girlfriend and I are looking for a third, like just just whatever time wasting mm-hmm. sexual nonsense. <laughs> I I don't know. I, it's a no for me. Yeah. Um. I, I I don't. I don't know. I don't necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. I think. But I. Yeah. I think what guys are conveying is like they want to make sure to date women who like sex. I'll tell you the other thing I'm getting from the chili pepper. If it's not like, oh, I'm looking for a third, it's it's I I have a proclivity. Okay, it's there's something about me. (laughs) But see, here's the thing: is that Uh necessarily a bad? Like, do you not want someone to know? Like, listen, people's sexual interests like they vary. Right? I know. That's why I'm glad we let men tell on themselves. <laughs> right. But I don't think they're telling on themselves to the like to women who are, let's say women who have, who have a high sex drive. They're like, oh, cool. Good. You know, especially when it comes to like when you're over 40, like a lot of dudes, you know, if they're experiencing any kind of sexual dysfunction, um, they're not going to they're not going to address it in a way that makes them vulnerable. Instead, they're going to, you know, they're going to be like, oh, I don't have time for it or I just don't make it a priority, whatever, whatever. But if you're okay. a woman in your 40s or 50s or 60s with a high sex drive, you're going to want to be with someone that can match that sex drive. Well, yes. Yes. So it's not necessarily going to be bad for the right person. Uh, No. And even if it is like a very specific niche interest, again, for the right person. Mm-hmm. Sure. But like. I'm just saying it's it's an awful lot to to put out there up front if like mm-hmm. what you're trying to what you're trying to get at is like I have a foot fetish or whatever, right? Yeah. <laughs> what happened yeah. to hello? How oh, are you? <laughs> pleased to meet you. <laughs> My name is. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh okay. So let's see what else. Um, is it addicted to social media, drugs, porn? 
ditch it. That's a given. Ditch it. Invest. Ditch it. Economically savvy. Ditch it. Ditch it. Because you don't want anyone who's going to look at you as like a financial advisor. <laughs> right? Yeah. Understands the eight rules of love by Jay Shetty. Ditch it. I don't know what that is. Thankfully, I, I'm thank God the love language stuff is starting to die down. Yeah. Mm. Just the, uh, although, no, you, you know what? You know, you know what? You know no, wait, 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 wait. You know what? what? Don't oh. ditch it. Forgive me. Don't ditch it. Okay. Because someone who knows that and recognizes that that's a great thing. That's one of those really specific things that someone who also is knows that might be a good fit for you. And that could be like a great little, like, Oh, that's actually, yeah. I'm yeah. No, I like it too. Because even if they don't know it, you might trick a man into reading a book, (laughs) which I'm all for. Right. I I think it's really, really smart to pepper your, not the spicy pepper, but pepper (laughs) your dating profile with these little specific niche things. Yeah, I like it. One or two to better attract somebody that's like-minded. Yeah. Because the girls who get it, get it, and the ones who don't, don't. (laughs) And the ones who don't, like I said, you might trick them into reading a book. Right. Which is fine. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Um, Okay. I feel like... uh, do you, but do you know what that book is? Because I don't know what it is. No idea. Maybe we should read it. Maybe we should. Book club. <laughs> book club idea. Um, oh, you know what? Speaking of which, I would love to do like a book club for or or some sort of like analysis of the book Gone Girl. Okay. I'm down. Right? Yeah. I'm down for that. Now, I don't know that I could do Gone Girl objectively at this point. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just so, so team Amy, you know? Right? <laughs> We're all kind of team Amy here. Except for that whole, oh, well, I won't, I won't, I won't uh, spoil it. But... <laughs> Look, she had her reasons. Hey, she had her reasons. And but I'm yeah. just going to say, good for her. Right. <laughs> I don't agree, but I understand. Yeah, maybe we could. Yeah, maybe we could start a good for her book club. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Or at least like a movie, like <clears throat> something that has a movie adaptation. Because you know me, I think it um, is always uh, useful. Like when I hear podcast hosts talking about, like just like at the top, like with their reading watching or and or listening to because i get Mm -hmm. really good recommendations sometimes from that Mm -hmm. just based on like-minded people you know yes i do um so kirsten what what are you watching i am nothing because of the writer's strike oh well i'm watching um as of yesterday the fall of the house of usher on netflix oh is it good you know i i think so i'm only two episodes in Mm -hmm. um I think so. I I had to do a little refresh um the fall of the house of usher because I kept confusing it or conflating it with the mask of the red death. So I mm-hmm. had to brush up on my poe, but um I, th- I think it's good. It's only like 8 episodes. Huh. All right. I'll look it into seems it. Seems alright so far. So far so it's, good. It seems highly influenced by succession, which I don't hate. Oh, okay. That's a, um, that's an interesting spin. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so you, you're going to notice this is this is shorter. This episode's shorter. Uh, we're going to try and space out these episodes a, a, a bit more uh, since we are posting Monday, Wednesday, Friday. More uh, nuggets. More nuggets for everybody. 
Uh, so this will probably be probably um, Monday or Wednesdays. Okay. Monday or Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you want more help with the dating profile, uh, get the Write the Best Dating Profile Ever online course. I've changed the pricing so that because people are having trouble with those codes. So I've just changed oh. the pricing permanently. So you don't need a code. I just okay. automatically deducted the $10 so that you just go to datologycoach.com, click courses, and you'll be able to uh, download any of the courses for w- the, the discounts already, already applied. Uh, $19, $19.99, I think, or $19, which I happen to think is pretty good. Uh, I would say so. Yes, it is. Or you can always book a dating profile review session with me or a quickie profile review. If you already have one, I can just throw out some ideas to you, tweaks, edits. Maybe we can come up with some niche niche um, comments or things to put in there to attract like-minded people. Yeah, like did all eight rules well, of love thing. Right. Uh, just go to my website, click book a session. Send us your letters, hello at datologycoach.com, or just go to the website and click ask a question. Uh, follow me on TikTok at datologycoach. And now that I've, you know, now that the, the, we're going to be sort of the new chapter with the medication, I'm going to be resuming posting there more often. Also, make sure to follow my character analysis because I'm going to start doing some TikToks about Gone Girl. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch the movie all over again. Yeah. Wait. I've been, um, I mean, I've, I've been thinking about rereading it because I've only read it once. That is my go-to. When I really want to learn, like, good writing, that's my go-to. <sighs> it's so good. She's a, such a great writer. I know. Jillian it's so Flynn. frustrating that she's just like, eh, I made enough money. <laughs> I know, right? She's, oh, my God. More, more, more. I mean, I get it, but. Yeah. Um, all right, my nuggets, my bog witches, value your time. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye.